Welcome to Life, a podcast all about living in full expression. I am your host, Farron Drew Thompson, and I'm here to share my experiences as they continue to unfold in this life to support you in yours. I'm inherently curious, and I created this show to explore my own human evolution, learn from others, and create a community in which we can all dive deeper into discovering our truest, most authentic selves. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to an all new episode of Life. I am smiling very big, as I often do when I sit down to record this, because I'm just so happy to be connecting here again. It has felt like it's been about 10 years since I sat down to record an episode. As many of you know from last episode and from if you follow me on Instagram, I recently was on a trip to Italy for three weeks. That felt like it just defied time and space. It felt like this sacred portal that was so long and so healing and so magical. And I just returned from that trip and got home and then I've just had a whirlwind of activity. And so there's so much to catch you up on. And I wanted to just hit record, share some of my experiences that I had, share some of the lessons that I learned while I was away and touch base as it is the summer solstice and a new season is upon us. So firstly, I wanted to just kind of give an overview of the trip that I had and share some of the magical moments that I had and some of the things that I learned along the way because I feel as though travel is such a gift, such a blessing. Um, As I touched on in the last episode, it was a huge part of my life and I had not been on a trip since November of 2019. So it had been a minute since I had gone anywhere. Um, I'd taken a couple road trips uh, around Canada and I actually hope to do another one this summer, more on that later. But this was a big trip and a big return to a part of myself that I hadn't explored in a really, really, really long time. And that felt so good. I had forgotten just how much growth and how much perspective being in a new place can provide. Um, And ultimately being away and seeing new things and seeing things that I'd seen before, but now in this body, in this evolution, in this chapter of my life, it was hugely expansive and really something that was more necessary than I could have even known. The trip started at my friend Shana's house, who we know is a friend of the pod. She was on one of the earliest episodes. I will link her episode in the show notes in case you haven't listened to it yet. It was a great deep dive into all kinds of different topics. And that is really indicative of our friendship and the connection that we share. We really share a very similar core essence. We love to cook together. We love animals. We love nature. We love to laugh. We love to go deep. Um, and I really treasure our friendship. And so that was a really special foundation for this trip. And the first part of the trip was spent at her home in Italy. She actually moved from California to Italy. Um, you can learn about all of that on her Instagram, which I will also link below. Um, but we had the best time. It was so fun. And also what I was not anticipating was that it was deeply healing. 
um, she has a home in the countryside and we spent quite a bit of time there in the first couple of weeks that I was in Italy. And I didn't realize until I got there and was experiencing it, how much over the last few years had been laying dormant in my body that needed to be released different situations I'd been in, different dynamics that I had outgrown, that it almost felt like there was these fragments of these things that I felt I had evolved through, navigated, processed all the things, Um, but that there were these almost like I picture like these shards of glass, that sounds very painful, but that were kind of lodged in my being. Um, and what I realized was that they needed a sacred space. They needed um, time away outside of my regular routine, outside of the distractions of my everyday life to be able to be seen, to be heard, and ultimately to be released. And so in the days that I spent at her home, I experienced a vast range of emotions from having deep belly laughs that were completely silent with tears streaming down my face. You know, those laughs, there were too many of those to count on the trip, which I'll get into in a minute, (laughs) to having tears of surrender, of release, of sadness, of grief, of mourning, of all kinds of different things coming through. Um, And I fully just allowed myself to be carried through that process. I think often when big emotions come up or painful things come up, we have a tendency to want to push them away. I mean, ultimately in my studies of meditation and Buddhism, that is one of the core facets of being a human being is that we attempt to cling on to pleasant sensations, situations, relationships, and we tend to try to reject anything that is unpleasant. Um, And it's a coping mechanism. And even if we are doing the work all day, every day, we're meditating, we're, you know, seeking community, we're talking with somebody about what we're moving through. Sometimes there has to just be an opportune moment where there's a place, a space that supports you in moving through things that you didn't even know that you needed. And I find that these times and these chapters, these moments, they find you when they're meant to. It's not something that we can seek out. And I feel like the last few years, I knew that there would be this release at some point, that there would be this moment where anything that was kind of, I'm, you can't see me, but I'm lodging, dislodging things in my body right now. I'm like moving my shoulders around and stuff. But I knew deep in my bones that there would be a time when anything that was kind of lodged in my being that I couldn't quite access um, would come to the surface when it was ready. And having this extended time away from home Um, in a place that I felt really safe in was exactly the perfect environment for these things to come up. So it was intense at times, um, but it was also extremely joyful and blissful and funny and light. And I feel like that juxtaposition between the incredible lightness and darkness of life, that's the beauty of being a human and the human experience. Ultimately, as human beings, our greatest gift is that we can experience emotions like it's so unique to the human experience and so I try and remember that when these moments of big emotion come through and all the while I knew that 
these times were happening for my own evolution. Like even when I felt scared or even when I felt sad, I knew that it was a necessary step towards liberation, towards love, towards light and peace and freedom. And now it sounds like my trip was... (laughs) spent me sitting in bed crying all day long, which is absolutely not what it was like. Um, But there were these moments of deep healing that I really kind of wasn't anticipating to happen in the way they did, which made them all the more beautiful. I think something else that I realized on this trip was how deeply important rest is. I think we can move through our lives with this illusion that we have proper rest based on what our parents told us, what society tells us is a quote unquote restful night, or perhaps what we have adapted to create as restful cycle for ourselves based on our own circumstances in relationship and work and home. Um, But what I realized while I was away is that rest is such a sacred practice and it's not going to look the same every day. It's highly intuitive and I really leaned into that while I was there and allowed myself just to follow the cues of my body when I needed to take rest in whatever way that looked like, whether that was moving at a bit of a slower pace or staying in bed a little bit longer once I'd opened my eyes and just staring out the window and listening to the birds and feeling the wind come through. Obviously, this is not attainable all day, every day in the lives that we are living currently, but it's something that was a remarkable shift in how I took care of myself while I was away and something that I will be incorporating moving forward at home. And I know that in our lives, whether we're parents or we have a demanding work schedule or we like to get up and exercise in the morning or whatever it is, that it's not always as simple as sleeping in longer. Um, But what I took away from this deep rest that I experienced on this trip was a knowing that taking care of our bodies and honoring our rest cycles in whatever way that looks in however that feels right to you is one of the greatest acts of honoring ourselves that we can do. And for me, Moving forward, I believe that will look like having an earlier bedtime, getting into bed early, reading more, getting back into that habit, and just potentially, once I get into the kind of cycles of this, not setting an alarm. My body naturally, actually I would argue all of our bodies naturally want to wake up with the sun, wake up early in the morning assuming that we have had a full night's rest. And I believe for myself, setting an alarm is a method of control. It's actually rooted in fear. If I'm completely honest with myself, I don't like, I'm sure many of you can relate to this, I don't like the sensation of waking up late. And for me, late is, you know, not one in the afternoon. I mean like nine, ten in the morning because I feel as though, and this is an ingrained pattern, an ingrained belief in me that I feel like I'm wasting the day if I don't get up bright and early. And I think it's because I've always been an early riser ever since I was a little kid. 
but actually in the last week and while I was away, I did not set an alarm and I just let my body lead the way. And as with everything in life, when you release your grip, when you surrender, when you allow yourself to flow, yes, there will be days when you need a 12 hour sleep. And yes, there will be days when you need a six hour sleep, but your body and your being will always find balance. If you commit to trusting yourself, if you trust and honor the essential wisdom that is within you, what will happen is that that balance is inevitable. Actually, this week on the eve of my birthday, which I'll share more about later in the episode, I had this knowing not to set my alarm. I really wanted to start my birthday waking up with the sun and watching the sunrise. But I had this knowing inside of me that if it was meant to happen, it would happen and that I just needed to trust. And that was like a big lesson that I'm integrating as I get home. And so I didn't set my alarm. And lo and behold, I was greeted with the sensation of warm sunlight on my face. And I woke up with a big smile, seeing that I was actually greeted by the sunrise. And it was so special not only because I got to witness the sunrise in my favorite place, I was up at the cottage, but because I trusted, I trusted myself, I trusted my own wisdom, I just trusted that whether I watched the sunrise or not, I knew I was getting what I needed. And so I invite you in your own lives to play around with that concept of trust and flow and surrender, however that looks. And I always love to play in that space where I'm kind of challenging myself to step out of the neural pathways and the habits and the little idiosyncrasies of being human that I've created for myself. I find that a really highly beneficial and valuable exercise. And so I do that a lot, but this has been a big one and I'm really looking forward to exploring it further. And kind of along this same concept of surrendering and letting go, another huge lesson and experience that I had on this trip was allowing the trip to guide me, having faith that I would see what I needed to see, that I would experience what I needed to experience. And a tendency of human beings is that when we invest money and we invest time and we look forward to a trip of this magnitude when we look forward to a trip of even two hours driving somewhere we can try and plan things out because we want to be able to optimize our experience and so having this be the first trip that I'd been on in three and a half years there was absolutely thoughts in my mind of what I wanted to see and experience and do but I also had this deep wisdom within that was telling me just allow it to unfold the way that it's meant to. Absolutely, if there's something you want to see, you can go and see it, but allow there to be room to be guided. And the perfect example of this was that after our time that we had spent at Jaina's home, we went to Rome for a couple of days. We ended up going to Florence for a couple of days. And in our time in Florence, I had been to Rome before twice and that was so special. The energy of that city is just next level. And when we went to Florence, which I had never been to, Shayna took me to the Duomo. And if you've been to Florence and you've seen this structure, I have chills right now as I'm saying this, you know how deeply powerful and 
magnificent this place is. It is a, I don't think you would call it a cathedral. I'm actually not sure what it would be called. It's a church of sorts, but it took, I think, over 200 years to create. And the detail on this structure is divine. It's the only word I can use to describe it. It is absolutely mind-blowingly breathtaking. There is so much detail. There is just a staggering amount of infrastructure and artistry and history and culture all in this one building. And it was awe-inspiring. I don't get speechless very often, but I stood there in silence for about 10 minutes and just my mouth was agape and I just, I couldn't believe it. I still feel like I'm processing what I saw there. It was spectacular. Um, And at some point on our trip, we played with the idea of maybe going and purchasing tickets to go inside the Duomo. And it was something that kind of swelled up inside of me where I thought, wow, we're in Florence. That would be magical if we got to go and experience the inside of the Duomo. And both Shana and I said, if it's meant to be, it will feel easeful. It will feel inflow. It won't feel like we're forcing it. And lo and behold, we went on the website and they were booking about a month out. And so we started to laugh about it. We actually had a very good laugh about it because it was so obvious that it wasn't meant to be on this trip and that our experience was guiding us elsewhere. And fortunately or unfortunately, the little cues from within ourselves, from the world, from the universe or God or whatever you might believe in, aren't always that explicit. Often they're more subtle And it's more of a somatic knowing in your body or perhaps kind of an unexplainable intuition that you have that's guiding you to something or away from something. But it allowed me to be able to experience the trip in a way that I wouldn't have if I had planned every single detail of it or was hell-bent on trying to fit all kinds of experiences into this one trip. And so I experienced this level of liberation and expansiveness. And what happened was that I opened myself up to possibility. I opened myself up to infinite fun and laughter and connection and healing and beauty that I couldn't have planned, even if I tried. And so I wanted to share that with all of you because that was such a potent reminder for me of how powerful it is to co-create your existence with the world around you, to be able to identify your needs, understand your desires, live in integrity with your values while also remaining open and allowing yourself to be guided. I almost picture it like you are the water of the river and the world or the universe or God is the riverbank. And so allowing yourself to be held and be guided while also having that own movement, that own free will yourself to choose what to do. And so again, another invitation for all of you, if you're interested, is allowing yourself to tune into that awareness within yourself. Where are you being guided to something? Where are you being guided in a different direction from something? And is there resistance there? And if there's resistance to something that you're being guided to or away from, that's an opportunity to explore, to get curious, and to return to that state of being open once you've processed what is there to be seen. This openness also led us to so many different adventures on our trip that I won't detail here, but you can just imagine 
what happens when we put ourselves out there and we allow ourselves to be guided. And it was such a memorable trip because of that. The rest of the trip was wonderful. We had so many great food experiences, which food is such an important facet of my life. I love food. I love expressing love through food. I love creating with food. I love connecting over food. And Italy, as you know, I just said that very properly, Italy is of course known for its food and the food was absolutely beautiful. But the really amazing thing was that we went to some pretty spectacular restaurants and um, hotels and places that are renowned for their food. But I enjoyed those experiences just as much as the leftovers that I enjoyed with a warm, jammy egg in the morning at Shana's home. And so that's one of the things I love the most about food is that it kind of mirrors the human experience. Like I love those simple moments in life where it's just you and nature in pure connection. And I also love those more complex, nuanced moments in life that are a little more sticky, a little more messy, a little more complicated, similar with food. I love the simpleness of food. I love that grounded feeling of consuming whole nutrient-dense foods. But I also enjoy experiencing the creativity and the artistry of food as well. So it's kind of funny, I just realized that. But the rest of the trip was wonderful and filled with so many memories and so much deliciousness. And when I got home, it's been such a whirlwind of adventure. We had a friend's wedding the first weekend that I was home, and then it was my 32nd birthday. On the eve of my birthday, I drove north to my partner's family cottage, which is located in my most favorite sacred place in the world. It's a place that I grew up and it is so special to me and I really wanted to spend my birthday there. And we had a day that was so simple and so profound. I've talked before about the fact that the simple and the profound coexist. They're two sides of the same coin and that is exactly what this day was filled with. It was one of my most favorite birthdays yet and my only desire was to spend time in nature, to swim in the lake and to lie on the hot rocks that are local to this area. There's a lot of rock outcroppings. It's an archipelago. And so it is really beautiful. And unlike any other place that I've ever been, I feel extremely fortunate to spend so much time there and have spent so many of my formative years there. Ultimately, I've grown up in these waters and on these rocks and it feels like home to me. And again, with that feeling of openness, we kind of knew the neighborhood that we wanted to explore, so to speak, of the natural landscape. But we went to this kind of outcropping of shoals, which are rocks that kind of emerge out of the water. I actually believe that the definition of a soul, of a soul, of a shoal is a kind of like a mass or a sandbar or a rock that, um, is a navigational challenge to sailors or to boaters. Um, But we call shoals as like a slang for these rocks that kind of are just submerged below the surface of the lake. And we do something called shoal hopping, which is going from one outcropping to the next, swimming and diving down in the shallows. Um, And it is such a pleasurable experience. It's one of my favorite things to do. And so we happened upon this group of shoals that we had never been to before. We'd never stepped foot on before. And we anchored the boat and 
got out and something really special that happens in these outcroppings is that the rocks are comprised of quartz and crystals and so they glimmer in the sunshine and they also retain the sun's heat and the sun's energy in a way that I've never experienced. They get really, really warm. And so one of the best things in my whole life is swimming in the lake and then getting out and warming yourself on the rocks and we call them the hot rocks and it's so such a special experience and so that's what we did and it was one of as I said it just was um, such a good reminder that in my experience life's most pure most peaceful most exhilarating and magical moments have been spent on days just like this in nature with nothing in between you and nature no barrier no distractions just pure presence and pure joy connecting to at least for me my soul essence I felt so incredibly myself and that is why this concept informs the work that I do connecting people back to not only the nature that surrounds them but the nature that resides within them because ultimately we are all a part of the same framework of essential wisdom we share the same essential wisdom that plants do that planets do and everything in between and this day was such a potent reminder of that and I have such a big smile on my face reliving it it's memories that I'll have forever and I look forward to a summer full of adventures just like that and the truth is yes I am so blessed and so lucky to have access to a place like this to have found this place along my evolution and that it's been a part of my life growing up but I feel just as held just as supported just as seen and just as much myself in nature whether that's putting my feet in grass or touching a tree or smelling a flower or exploring a new place near me and so if you also feel 100% yourself in nature, there are infinite possibilities for exploration. And maybe I'm, this episode is full of invitations, but maybe this is an invitation to go and explore somewhere new for you. Take yourself on an adventure. Um, and that's actually something else that I did. Man, it's been a busy few days. But before I had gone up north, I took myself on an adventure to an entirely new place to me um, near our home. I knew that there were these beaches, um, some of which are quite busy and kind of touristy near our house. And I just set off in the car on Sunday afternoon and wanted to go and put my feet in the water and go for a swim. And so I drove for about 20 minutes or half an hour and found this beautiful, very quiet beach near our home. And I feel like we could all use a bit more adventure in our lives. We could all use a little bit more spontaneity in our lives. And again, it's that theme of remaining open, of heading out in the direction that you desire, heading out in a direction that feels aligned and in integrity, but also staying in that receiving mode and allowing the magic to find you. And so... That is the start to how my summer has been going so far. I wanted to say happy summer solstice to all of you. And I would love to know, did you celebrate the summer solstice? What have you been doing so far in this month, in this season? It's only been a few days, but the energy feels really supportive to me and really cheerful. I don't know if anyone else is feeling that way, but it feels a lot lighter 
Um, and so please share with me what you've been up to. I would absolutely love to hear. As many of you know, on the spring equinox, I held a workshop that was during the time that I was taking a hiatus from the podcast and from Instagram. And so I had some family and friends come and I led a meditation and self-connection workshop that was related to the themes of the season. And moving forward, I will be providing workshops and sacred spaces for us to connect in real life. So if you want more information on that, you can head to my website for the autumnal equinox. But for the summer solstice this year, I did not host a workshop because I just got home from my trip. And instead, I had a group of my dear friends over to my mom's backyard and we connected over food and laughs and stories to celebrate my birthday, which this year was the day before the solstice, but some years is actually on the solstice, which is so special to me. But I so look forward to resuming that practice and facilitating those collective experiences, resuming again on the autumnal equinox. And I hope some of you can join us there. Also, I will update you on the podcast and on Instagram as well, But this summer, I will be hosting more events and workshops, some virtual and some in person. And I really hope that some of you will be able to join me there. So stay tuned for that. And that's about it from me. That was a lot of updates for you. And I really would love to know how your season is going so far. So please, as always, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. And until next time, I'm sending you so much love. Thank you.